Fearless Fathers, a podcast by fathers for fathers. This isn't your everyday podcast. This is to get you uncomfortable, to rebuild, to have some fun, and to embrace the fear. Together, we will become fearless. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. I am your co-host, Davo, and alongside me is... Ryan, how's it going, guys? Uh, so much time lost thinking in this quarantine. Oh, so yeah. much going on. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Time doesn't exist well, anymore. That brings us to an interesting topic that I, I feel like is really, you know, I, I don't want to say topical, but on point for what's going on is... Changes in your relationship after the birth of your child. Boom. We're going to drop some really good discussion points for you guys here today to make you aware of what can happen after that little one is born or if you've had that kid for a while now. Exactly what what are some other signs that you can expect when it's going down? So, Ryan, why don't you get us yeah. started with our first point? Yes, sir. <laughs> So right off the bat, there's going to be ups and downs in your relationship. Things are going to be good one day. Things aren't going to be super great the next day. <laughs> it's a dynamic situation, I guess is the best way you could put it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we had a good good incident last night. Hey, everything was all hunky-dory. We, we go to put him to bed and he has starts having stomach pains and intestinal issues. Turns out he was really constipated. Well, guess what? We were up all night <laughs> dealing with that. Hooray! He's good now. He's, he's good now. Good. But, you know, it just, these things can happen. And it scares like, the hell out of you. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was horrified. I'm exhausted. But it, it can happen really fast. Um it weighs on not just you, but your partner and and, and mm-hmm. your and your child at, at, at a whole, on a whole bunch of levels. But it's one of the biggest leading factors to tension is um you know for parenting is exhaustion. It's a lack of yep. sleep. Um, which I'm sure anybody who's had a baby, especially you, Dave, could appreciate. <laughs> oh, do I ever? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. Last night, I think I had about, like I was telling you, about five hours of sleep, interrupted yeah. sleep. So that was yeah. wonderful. So it's all spread out and stuff. Oh, it's all spread out. And then plus the fact our kid woke up at two o'clock in the morning. So she brought him into the room with us. So then, of course, he's not sleeping all the way. So he's kicking and pushing and pulling and doing all this other kind of crazy fun stuff. So there I am just laying there wishing this would stop. <laughs> yeah. I think it was about four o'clock in the morning. I finally fell asleep. Yeah. I, I, I've noticed ever since we started this podcast podcast when we don't get sleep we don't get sleep on the same days <laughs> oh, are like we syncing up? up yeah oh, we're yeah. syncing yeah i'm sure there's there's a name for that but you know what there's definitely a name for lack of what? sleep it's sleep deprivation whoa <laughs> yeah Boom. yeah and, Boom. I, and i've i've had it like super bad to the point of hallucination <laughs> once and I'm I'm sure Dave, you've you've been there too. Oh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah. And you know, it's it's really important to to get that sleep. But I think we both can understand um, the anxiety that goes with um, one partner dealing with it, the other partner sleeping, and the partner is supposed to be sleeping is sitting there curled up in the fetal position, wondering everything's all right. I know I have the first three weeks of my kid's life. I would wake up every twenty minutes, you know, just see if you check and see if he was still breathing. Right. <laughs> so right. Shit like that. <laughs> and then you got me. I'm just like, yeah, he's fine. Whatever. That, that was my yeah. wife every, yeah, every everybody's seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that we spent, we spent a couple of days in the hospital after, after he was born. Right. Um, just cause all the complications and everything. Um, and uh, those, those are probably the worst, worst, worst slash best three days of my life. 
Yeah. Honestly, they were they were rough. They were real rough. Anything you want to add to that one? Because I mean, that like sleep deprivation is a topic that we could talk about for an hour all day. Like, yeah, all, we, yeah, we could do our own separate episode on. <laughs> we should absolutely do a whole yeah. separate episode. I'm going to add it to the list. Woo! <laughs> Woo, we did it. Um, for, for me, it comes down to my wife and I have a very you know we're fifty fifty split relationship. We don't we don't designate duties to one another, but we're willing to go eighty. 20 when one is sinking and the other one's feeling it so we end up just switching responsibilities like today both of us didn't sleep the kid didn't sleep so all three of us were just completely (laughs) miserable all day so we really had to fight to just make sure that one we were keeping him busy so we put him outside and let him do his thing um supervised of course I, oh, I, I, I need to make that make that know. But um, you know, she would lay down. I would, you know, I slept until about one in the afternoon just to try and catch something, and then I'd watch him. She would, you know, go lay in the tub, whatever. So we were just that. What was a prime example of what happened today? Yeah, and by comparison to a lot of people, Dave, you have a really good system <laughs> to deal with that kind of stuff. I uh, I don't. I, um. This kind of just goes into our next point is like, so you have this baby now and you want to do everything for it, but you feel like time is short, like your domestic tasks, you're socializing, you're relaxing, you don't have time, time for anything because mm-hmm. you're dealing with a like, you, you, here's your human, you're in charge of this this person now. Um, and that's absolutely true. Yeah. You, you have far less time. That's an excellent example, Dave, because, you know, a lot of people can't can't schedule like that or they have like work constraints. Right. Or um, any number of other things that I can't seem to think of off the top of my head. And these notes I have are completely useless. <laughs> well, just going off the work constraints thing, it actually worked for us. You know, when I was working, when he was born for the first year, she was pretty much out of work the entire time. So she was the stay at home caregiver for like those first like six to eight months. And then I would try and work when I was working, things like that. And then when she started working at the same place that I'm working at, we had opposite shifts. So I'd work the morning from like seven to three thirty, and then she would work from four PM to twelve thirty AM. So we would literally kid swap in the car and then take responsibilities from there. So we knew, hey, work constraints were a big one. Um she got lover barely slept since God, she'd shit. come home at 12 quarter to one go to bed at like 1 32 o'clock and then he's up at you know seven eight o'clock in the morning that's yeah, yeah that's rough yeah. that's real rough been there yeah. <laughs> i've done that for years um, um also i mean another huge stressor not to use that as a uh transitionary device which i'm totally gonna do <laughs> is money i know we've talked about money in have, the past yes um money or lack thereof it um even you know just feeling like you don't have enough money to deal with everything um the anxiety around that is you know outrageous and it's not just the anxiety from you know not having enough um feeling like societally like you're not doing enough you're not producing enough um is a huge thing too um but what what most people deal with is like well i had a set income and i you know did this, this, and this with it, but now I got to buy formula and diapers. You have to rebudget your entire life. And especially if you were one of those that just, you know, went out every Friday, Saturday night, dropped a hundred dollars at a bar drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. Not, not happening anymore. It's not there. It's not there. (laughs) Nope. Nope. It's gone. (laughs) Hell, um, that that doesn't mean don't right. You know, find some time for yourself. That just means it, it just means you have to be more fr- Friday conscious. Friday Friday night belongs to the baby. Now. <laughs> 
but also also keeping in fact with our money episode that we did previously money comes to you fluid and free so remember that remember right. that don't put yourself in that kind of, of that constraint of money is the end all be all money comes to you fluid and free so it's going to help open up a lot more for you absolutely also uh, another point there is you know money isn't the end all be right. all um so working a million hours isn't always the right answer either because then you're not there and you could be sacrificing part of the relationship with your mm-hmm. child or your partner right. i mean either one yeah and you know trust me i get it i'm, I'm an over i'm an overtime guy I, I i work a bunch of it when it's available and i'm, an, I'm um, an eight and skate kind of guy <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah oh i'd love to be an eight and skate kind of guy but i'm always freaked out about money <laughs> <laughs> so and that i mean even like you're saying there too with working overtime and you know constantly being out there you know when it comes to that money that even brings us into our next point where you may have that partner who's adjusting to life where she's not where they're not working anymore where they're that stay-at-home mom or that stay-at-home dad so now it comes to that supplementing or maybe finding a new way to rework that money situation or whatever the case is at that point um, and then that, that could lead to tensions and pushing away from one another. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, just to add to your point, um, sometimes people work to be fulfilled. Yeah. I know I don't. <laughs> I work for the paycheck <laughs> in the healthcare. Um, but like some people's careers are their, are their lives right. and, you know, being able to do it less. Um, it, it's a concern. It's absolutely a concern. And I, I know guys that are that passionate about their jobs where um, like that would be a huge, a huge thing to them if their partners weren't, you know, taking care of it, taking care of the child, then, you know, they, they, they'd be out and they'd be really stressed right. about life. Um, and, you know, like, you know, they're financially set. They've been financially set for a year, except they just, you know, they can't not work. And yeah. that's their thing. It's, you know, so. I mean, even prime example with me, I've been working since I was 16 years, years old. So that's all I've known is, hey, work, go home, school, whatever the case is. And now it's like my life flipped in the last two years where I'm not working as much as I was. So that was a really uncomfortable feeling for me of, you know, that built a lot of tension in me knowing, hey, I'm not working as much as I was. I took pride in my work. Even if I didn't like the job I was doing, I still put pride and passion in behind it. So that was a big, that was a big shift for me when that all happened. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that just goes into the importance of acknowledging, you know, how your roles might change and understanding how the other person in your relationship is being challenged. Right. And if you can both gain an understanding every day of what's going on in each other's heads, you you won't have to think about that. And you can just get back to the task at hand and it's going to make your life a whole hell of a lot easier. What I like to call that silent Um, communication. Silent communication. I I love that term silent communication. Just that that telepio telepio telepath telepio telepathic what i I don't know (laughs) i'm sleep deprived leave me alone all right (laughs) is that a thing telepio we'll have to look it up after we're done with this (laughs) i I mean okay telepathic (laughs) is the word i was looking for it still raises more questions than answers That silent, that, right. that, that silent communication, you know, that you could just look at somebody and say, okay, this is what needs to be done. This is how. All right, Professor X. <laughs> nice drop. I don't make fun of you. I, I, I get what you're saying. Right. Like, I understand what you're saying. I, I don't, uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm going to go look it up and put show notes on this. It'll either be like, telepathy is definitely a thing. Sorry, Dave. Or Dave, you're an idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. I'm used to both, so hey, bring it on. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. it's all right. Uh, 
All right, let's 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 move move along real quick. You're such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, views viewpoints on parenting is another oh, this one. This is huge. Oh man, is it ever? This, this is this is fucking brutal because <laughs> you, you could not know going into your situation what the other person's thinking. Hey, we went 15 minutes without swearing. Good for you. Good for us. I did. I you just had to bring up telepathy. <laughs> oh it's back to the point point. this is i I don't want to get off on topic because i'll just sit there and be like typing away (laughs) on the computer (laughs) fuck you there's the email different parenting Um, styles this is different parenting styles um unless you've had like a straight conversation with the person you're going into this crazy life adventure with um you're not going to know nope. what their parenting style is like. <laughs> and if you're both parents for the first time, neither of you are going to know what your kind of parenting style you both have. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh because there's somebody out there who's listening to this and like, yo, fuck that guy, right. dick for saying that. <laughs> but after doing it for three years, um, I can see not only the error of my way, but the irony of the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and how consequential and inconsequential it is at the same time it's consequential because um you got to get on the same page mm-hmm. and you have to you know like hey this is how we're going to do this we're we're potty training right now and uh we both have different ways of doing things that <laughs> and uh it has been a, it has been a problem oh yeah that's like me and my wife we have different ways of putting our kid to sleep every night i'm yep. you know she'd rather be there completely until he closes his eyes i'm just like hey lay your head down and that's it <laughs> Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a drive by kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I love you. Good night. Lay your head down. Deuces. Yeah, no no nonsense. Yeah. No nonsense. Yeah. We had we've had all day to to hug and love on each yep. other. Here's a kiss. Give me a big old hug <laughs> and big old dad hug. All right, now get in bed. <laughs> you, need, you need some water. Here's some water. Have a good time. <laughs> Knock yourself out. But it but it's right though, wow. and you have to. And when it when it comes to that parenting style, you you kind of pick the way that you were raised and from, you know, whoever raised you. And then you try and implement your own your your own things into your own. Par- so you try and make your own parenting style, but you also have to be cognizant of where your partner came from and how they were raised and try and meld one super parenting style together. It's best you can. Right. And, you know, there's no right answer None. Yeah, there's absolutely zero right answers to any of that. You know what? There is one right answer. Don't hit your fucking kids. <laughs> don't hit Good them. Good point. Don't. Yes. Yes. <laughs> don't mentally abuse the children. Yes. Don't do anything crazy to the kids. I'm talking about actual parenting here. Like right. I, I, I shouldn't have to say that, but I feel compelled to um, because this is going on the internet. And the internet, you know, remembers forever. Right. But, but it's it's the truth. Um, yeah. Oh it's the yeah. Truth. Absolutely. Right. Uh, um, but as far as actual care of your children, all that crazy stuff aside, there, there is no right answer. There's no, there's no individual right answer. People may have thoughts on it and everything, but it's all, it's, it's all based on what you're, what the two of you are comfortable with. And you'll, you'll get to that happy medium eventually. Um, you do. It, it may take a year. It may take a month. It might take, you might, you guys might have it fucking locked down right off the bat. And if you do um, congrats, cause that, that's amazing. That That's amazing. Yeah. That's really good. You're, you're, you're yeah. way ahead of the, the curve. On yeah. That one. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> um, 
personally, it, it took us a while. Mm-hmm. It really did. And it, it caused a lot of conflict. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, at the at the end of the day, you're stronger right. for it. Um, and we definitely won't be making that mistake on, on the next nope. kid. But um, it's part it's part of the learning process. It really it is. is. It is because it's 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 new to you guys. So it's definitely new to to everybody. So and, yep. Hey. Yep. And that joint approach, I mean, is it key. is it is it absolutely is key. Um, doesn't mean one person's right. One person's wrong. You just go at it together as part. And that's going to bring me up to something as well, too. And I know we have this on there, but the unsolicited yeah. parenting advice. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had mentioned this. I, I, I didn't put it in there. I should have. Though. I thought I saw it. I thought I saw it in the notes, but I saw a glimmer. It's, it's a little, it's a little farther down on the page. Okay, that's where I thought. Um, we, we can, we can tackle it now. But if, if you went away, I, I, I got something else that I, I, I kind of wanted to transition to first. <sighs> all right. Yeah, we could do that. We could come back to that. Okay. All right. So, with with Dave's topic aside, we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a minute because this isn't going to take long at all. This one talking about partnership we had a well i mean I, I i had a couple of ways you know i wanted to go after this and you know after reading through a couple of articles uh, from various sources i found the one that i liked the best about making time for your your physical relationship mm-hmm. um it's something that absolutely needs to be talked about but some of these articles came through and it was it, w- it was a mess y- you couldn't really go through it and be like oh well that was a professional and like we had already recorded this section once and we right. go through it <laughs> because it was just like oh well that's that's not a whole lot of information and a whole lot of talking about things you shouldn't be on in this type of article i, I go to oh. other websites for that kind of stuff but the exhaustion is going to make it harder mm-hmm. The stress is going to make it harder, you know, based on any complications from pregnancy, your partner might not be up for it. And that can be extraordinarily frustrating. You'll feel left out. You'll feel upset or vice versa. Your partner's working too much and you feel you feel that person's emotionally distant. So the best way to look at this is patience, patience, take a sense of humor about it understand and be willing um, to find not just other ways, but getting back into your old routines when you can right. of, the, of the physical affection. And then eventually you'll start working back into it. Cause like I said, right at the top of this episode, like this is all a dynamic, a dynamic situation. Mm-hmm. Like um, you could work it out and then a week later things could change and you got to start all over again. Right. But like that's that's the true definition of partnership. Open and honest communication huge is vital. Huge yeah. vital to to what you're attempting to accomplish. And you know, if there is tension, you know, you make time more specifically, make time to be calm and talk about it. Um, listen to each other, listen to each other's perspectives. And there will be criticism and there will be blame, but uh, attempt to avoid right. it, but also attempt to understand where those feelings are coming from. Because your way is not the, that, not the only way. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, But that brings me back to Dave. (laughs) I wasn't trying to... I wasn't trying to roll over no, communication because it's such a large topic. It is. But we, like we, we talk about it in almost every episode because and how, how, how big of a deal it, it is. That, that's exactly it. It's it's absolutely vital. And one of my favorite topics, and thank you for finally letting me hit this because this, I, I love this so much, is the unsolicited parenting advice, whether it's for your benefit or for I'm better than you and this is my thought process. Take it with a grain of salt where you can. You know, some people's intentions are good. I know for me personally, 
I can't stand unsolicited parenting advice. If I need help in something, I'm going to reach out for help or I'm going to ask Mr. Google to say, hey, this is what's going on. What the hell can I do different? Um, and then other people just want to say, hey, look at how smart I am. If you do this, this and this, then A, B and C is going to happen. That's not always the case. You're going to I, I've had family members. I've had friends tell me, hey, well, I've done this with my kid. Cool, cool. You need to do this. No, I don't because my kid is completely different. All right. So this actually, and this is going to sound kind of weird, Dave. This is a topic that this is a situation I haven't run into. Really? Um, Yeah. Really? I mean, like, you know, I've run into like going into daycare and being asked about his behaviors. Right. Um, Nobody's been or I haven't let them just straight up come to me and say, hey, you know, I think you should be doing this, this and this with your kid. I I had some. I'm sorry there, but I had somebody on my kid's first birthday during his party tell me I need to learn to cut the ties. What does that even mean? That means like cut the time. Meaning letting him go with other people and us staying, like going, like us going out and giving, you know, letting other people watch him within the first year. That was at his birthday party. <laughs> I had somebody tell me, you know, you really need to learn to cut the ties. Oh man. Of just yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. yeah. And and like, you know, extended family, um, all your your you know, your close family members, close family and friends and neighbors, you know, everyone's gonna have a different comfort level right. with them and being around their children. But that's your comfort level. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> absolutely absolutely don't let anyone dictate that for you when you're ready to do things you, you do, do them. Ex- and that's exactly it don't let like ryan said don't let other people's words or actions dictate how you are as a parent because other people will tell you well you're not a good parent because you do this where i do this and my kids you know this and your kids having every kid learns and grows differently you learn and grow differently trial and error is everywhere whatever you're doing yep. you're on the right path believe it or not you're on as long as like Ryan said you're not beating your kid you're on the right path yeah really <laughs> it's pretty good start yeah, it really it is. really is i promise you you're like 85 percent of the way there i promise you yep <laughs> as long as you can retain from the physical right. violence <laughs> and you know that's not saying that you don't have to ask those people you, you don't have to not ask those people for help you absolutely do because mm-hmm. you're going to need you're going to need a support structure but what that person did to poor dave over here was extraordinarily rude you know i'm kind of glad nobody said that because i don't know how i'd react i to was that. in front of other like, family too and i'm just like no i'm you know I, I kept it calm i was like no absolutely not when i'm ready i'm ready so you know i i, I, I could have blown up i, I could have freaked out but i kept it cool I probably would have blown up and or freaked <laughs> i was also <laughs> i don't know I, I wasn't there in that situation um, that sounds like something that like completely like sideswiped you. You know what? It, just... it did, but it didn't. So it was one of those like I could have expected it coming, but in where we were, the venue alone just kind of took me by surprise because right, it was at my right. kid's first birthday party that you're going to tell me I need to learn to cut the ties with my own kid when he's right. just hitting a year old, the first year right. of his life. And I think we yeah. went out once in that first year of his life. The, yeah, I, I don't think we we went out at all. I, I maybe I went out to lunch once or twice. Right. I think. But yes. Yeah. No. No. Was, uh, I think it was twice. I think. I, yeah. I sincerely do think it was because I just worked and went home. And worked yeah. And went home. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. And hey, guess what, guys? It's gonna happen. Cool. It's yep. fine. It's perfectly fine. Yep. But you gotta do what you gotta like do. Like Ryan, like Ryan was trying to hit. It's cool to have. It's good to have that support system. That support system where you can ask for advice and get that advice and get some solid feedback and see about working it into your own parenting style. Because every every parenting style is different. 
Any, yep. Anything um, you want to add? And I do want to I do want to make one caveat to that. Um, my poor wife. <laughs> it has happened. I, I, just, I was just thinking about it, and it has happened to my poor wife. Uh, my parents did that to her. Not that that whole thing, and I won't go into the whole situation. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I before I get branded a liar, um, yeah, we have, we have <laughs> had had one or two things where we're like, uh, what the fuck did she just say to me? <laughs> so take all those situations in stride i would venture a guess 80 percent of the time those people aren't doing them to be malicious i you know i haven't checked those numbers with science but yeah i I, you know people people generally aren't malicious for the purpose of purposes of being malicious they're generally just trying to help you but every once in a while you'll definitely run into some dick oh yeah oh yeah so we got to start moving along. We're, we're almost we're almost there, guys. <laughs> almost to the end. Like of this. they don't love hearing our voice as it is. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> that kind of kind of brings me along to a mistake that that I made, and from what I'm hearing from Dave is something that that he made too. Looking after yourselves as a couple, and 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 and, 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 and as an individual man, I'm just going to do that over again. Uh, <laughs> Looking after yourself as a couple and as an individual is extraordinarily important. It may be incredibly simple, but you know, you had a set of things that you did prior to the baby that made you happy and you should probably find some time to do them after you had the baby because they make you happy. It's a simple concept, but um, I am completely guilty of doing it. Um, Like something I love to do is play video games. Likewise. Um, um, yeah, huge video game guy. My gaming rig collected dust for a year and a half. And now it's now, now we record podcasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> but well, my point is, my, it didn't have to. Like, I had time to load up, um, load up, you know, uh, Call of Duty or WoW or something, whatever, whatever I was into playing that day. I can I can think in my head that there's time, but I was so consumed with getting sleep, so consumed with making sure the baby or my wife was all right. right. Um, I just never did that. Um, or like cooking dinner or cleaning stuff, doing domestic tasks. And now I look back on myself and I'm like, well, that was, that was stupid. And it was, you know, caused me a lot of stress for no reason. Right. And kind of to piggyback on what you said there too, same thing, big gamer, you know, my wife was working nights. I'd put my kid to bed. I would make sure that I had an hour and a half to maybe two hours before I had to go to bed after I prepped lunch and took my shower and all that kind of stuff. I might've had an hour and a half or so to play a game, relax, decompress, get a little bit of my self out there after I you know fed my kid gave him a bath put him to sleep all that kind of stuff so it, it is important to still keep a bit of yourself intact after your child is born or if you've had a child to start doing that and not just take what's considered your silly hobbies off to the wayside because yes those priorities are extremely important but your mental health and you are important as well Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you have responsibilities to your relationship as well. Now, you're not going to be going out to the movies um, that often. Actually, you you know what the the only I've seen two movies since my son was born and they're both. Well, the one kind of sucks because I went to go see Endgame on uh, the day it came out. And there was just so many people screaming and shouting. It was just the worst movie experience ever. And I want to turn around and just deck this one guy and be like, do you know how many movies I get to see? (laughs) You shut your mouth, pleb. Shut up. (laughs) We got caught in a snowstorm in King of Prussia um, because we were both working down down Mm. there. And um, like we, we just couldn't go up the turnpike. It was impossible. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we went to the movie and we went and saw the Jumanji oh, remake geez. with Kevin Hart, the first oh, one. <laughs> and, and we were 
so happy. And we walk oh. we walk through this horrific snowstorm to this um the sports bar. I can't remember the name. Champs. Um across the way. No, no, we didn't go to Champs. We went to uh Bahama Breeze, the Jamaican place. Ooh. Jamaican-ish place. Yeah, coconut trip, man. Coconut trip for life. <laughs> um, and it it I'll never forget that experience just because of how good it felt to not to, to be like, oh, we don't, we don't have the baby to worry about right now. But then how relieved we were to come back and get the kid after the storm was right. done and, you know, um, appreciate our time together even more. It's all about living life. You're, you're still an individual when you have a baby. You're just an individual with a baby. You, you are. Still do the things that make you happy. Just, you know, be cognizant of your responsibilities, and, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Cognizant of your responsibilities, awareness for yourself and for your partner. Making time for both of you is key because one, if you make time for your partner, you're going to build that communication. You're going to build that bond. You're going to build that trust. You're going to build, you know, if you don't already have that rapport, but you're going to make that, you're going to make that bond even stronger. And by either, you know, chilling on the couch binge watching the office for six hours after the kid goes to sleep or going to a movie like ryan said having that having that bit of i don't want to say like anxiety but having that that relief of having what you were before that child was born does that sound does that sound right yeah yeah no it sounds fine nothing weird there i mean there could be obviously could be yeah 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 Yeah. You know, I don't I don't have much else to say about this topic. Um, your relationship is going to change dynamically and everybody's experience will be different. Do you want me to uh, you want me to take away a little bit here? I think I got something. To yeah, but take, take it to the end, my Oof. dude. Um, I, I, I am out of show notes and out <laughs> of ideas. <laughs> all right, guys. So to sum this all up, the only constant in our lives are change. Being able to adapt and overcome that change is crucial, not just in your life, but in your relationship relationship and your family. Being able to see or potentially predict the changes that are coming is going to make everything flow so much smoother. Having that open line of communication, having a, doesn't even have to be a detailed plan, a simple plan of responsibilities, duties, like Ryan said, like I said, having that 50-50 or that 80-20, picking each other up when you're down is going to make things so much better. It's going to make your lives easier. It's going to make you a strong family and it's going to make you a lot happier in the overall i couldn't have said that any better Thanks, bud. <laughs> actually Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah that was beautiful it was real beautiful um and it got right to the point too um did, did you have that written down did you say that off oh that was all that was all off the top of my head Oh man, you shouldn't. You should have sleep deprivation more often. When record these <laughs> Thanks, <things. bud>. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good thing I don't sleep, so I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, always at like yeah. a nice medium of just philosophical <laughs> and motivation. To anybody who's actually who's reached out to us already, um, thank you very much. Yes, uh, yes, we have been loving, loving everything. If it's via email or in our personal lives or uh, anything like that, um, we love we love hearing from you guys. Um, and like, like we said, tell us your personal stories. Tell if you got topic ideas you want us to cover, we're completely open to completely open to it. Keep on being fearless guys. Like Ryan said, share your stories with us. We want to read them. We want We want to hear how you overcame your struggles and how you became that or are becoming that fearless father. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, fearless fathers podcast, check out our Teespring, and we're going to have a website. Oh, and one more thing, Dave. Me. Haven't you started? You started an interview series. I did start an interview series. Be sure you check out the next episode coming up because I did a my very first interview 
So I sat down with them. You're going to know more about me, where I came from, and why we're doing what we're doing on this. It would be, it would make the world. Guys, just like your kids, you grow and learn every single day. Just because you're an adult doesn't mean you have everything figured out in life. That's why Ryan and I do this. We do this because we have those experiences. We have those stories. We we have the know-how. We, we have the want and the passion to make you that fearless father. So just take it one step at a time, one day at a time. Build that positivity. Build that mindset. And together, we will embrace the fear. Fear.